Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned into the greatest podcast. I was just joking. <laughs> we are back, Southside Rabbi, uh-huh. and we got a wonder one for you today. The kind for you today. It's now a wonder one. Now listen, before we get into the content of the episode, and you see, I had to dial down my voice, right? Because when you are in the presence of such greatness, you can't talk too loud. Wow! But you can't talk too softly either, because then you're not showing greatness that you respect it. Wow! But if you talk too loud, then you're doing what the Forty Eight Laws of Power says you should not do, and you're outshining the master. Ooh! Never outshine the master, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it says. So I do not want to outshine this person that I am about to talk about right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying he's the master of all, but he's a master of some. Ooh. <laughs> One of the things that he is a master of is, is my actual master. Preaching and teaching the Bible. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about a man who, if you say, let's just play a little Russian roulette with the text. <laughs> not in a bad, eisegetical way. You can flip the Bible open and put your finger down and point to one word and he will be able to preach a sermon extemporaneously off the top of his head and he will go into a five-point sermon on, listen, that is different than this. And when the scriptures talk about the world, the world system and when it talks about the kingdom, that is not this. And then he can just start breaking down the text and then plant it into your cerebral cortex. Hey, not even cerebellum. Inside, no, no, it, it's it's more advanced. <laughs> he can he can plant it into your cerebral cortex in a way that makes the amygdala in your brain shrink. Wow. So that the stressors that you had before just seem to melt away. Wow. I am talking to you about the Colossus of Clout. I'm talking to you about the biblical great Bambino. I am talking to you about the LeBron James of preaching. And teaching and reaching. This is not true, any of this. Just like LeBron James, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you guys have seen that LeBron James has been breaking all kind of records at 37 years old. Uh huh. This man just had consecutive 50 plus point games at 37 years old. Uh-huh. Just something that is unprecedented unless you are Kobe Bryant, the late great Kobe Bryant, RIP, or if you are LeBron James. When you walk into a room and you see this man right oh, here, no. you need to act like this is LeBron James because he is. When he gets to heaven, they are going to say, sir, you were the LeBron James of biblical teaching, sir. That's what it means by enter into his courts with Thanksgiving. Enter into his courts <laughs> with Thanksgiving. Oh, no. That's exactly what it meant. Court that KB has been dropping 50 consecutive points on hey. for 32 years I'm of his life. So, I am just saying when you get to heaven and you are in line to try to talk to this man, don't be surprised if Paul pushes you out of line to talk to him first or Peter or Moses. Moses? He would have said, KB, listen, I just want to talk to you because I know if you were in my position, you wouldn't have hit that rock. Wow, that rock would be fine. You would have been able to see, you would have been able to see and step your uh, African-American toes on the grass of the promised land. That's what you would have been able to do. I couldn't do that. But I know that you would have been able to do it. And so I just want to talk to you. I just want to talk to you a little bit about that. That's what I want to do. No, bro. You can't lose if you don't try. And so people undervalue. Paul would have said, KB, I know that if you would have had a thorn in your side, you probably wouldn't even put in the scriptures. What? You've just been suffering so well, you wouldn't even mention it. (laughs) That's what he would have said. Abram would have said, listen, stop, I know this. Is, if, if you were in we my position, you, you would not have said that my wife was my sister. He said, kill me. You would have said, this is my wife, <laughs> Panamanian queen. And if that means that I got to go, well, then dang it, I got to go. <laughs> what do you want? You want me to lie before God? If that means that I got to go, Far be it then that means me. that I got to go. Hey. Far be it for me to lie before the oh Lord. Oh, my God! He'll take care of me and her. As a matter of fact, he'll put cases on all of you. <laughs> <laughs> for killing me. So if that's what has to happen on God's green earth, then that's what's got to happen. And I guarantee you when you kill me, my blood is going to cry out to the high heavens. <laughs> Our blood would be singing like Christina Aguilera in falsetto. 
that's all I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about K to the second no. letter. Kevin Elijah, smooth and groove versions. Don't leave your Bible around him. He's a true theologian for real. Ask all of your pastors for real. That's who we have. Yo, please, dog. That's all I'm saying. I refuse. I am protesting right now for me to even think that there's any way that I can follow that <laughs> and even come close. It, at this point, it's embarrassing, bro. It's, it's working against us. Those people are like, yo, don't even try anymore. My homie Jeremy literally said, man, you ain't won in years. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I had some, I had some W's. Oh my gosh! Nah, I am so I have one more week until yeah. I'm off a tour. Uh huh. Yes. And then we are going to get back to our regularly scheduled uh, program. Scheduled program mm -hmm. So we'll have episodes dropping every week. Yes, sir. When I get off tour, I am coming for you, brother, with a honor and a respect I, I, and an acknowledgement <laughs> and a veneration. I am going to lift the encouragement meter so high. I am going to lift, lift every voice to get Jesus's attention. You hear me? Jesus is going to say, what was somebody doing? Something Hold on. Something. I felt something. Go out from my robe. <laughs> what just happened? Who touched me? Who touched me? Hey, Jesus is like, <laughs> I felt something. Go out from my robe. You are crazy. I ain't never seen you act I like this before. I never seen you act like this before. <laughs> Anyways, honored to be here with I Mean the Dream. I'll say this. Mm -hmm. The last year and some change have been really challenging for me. How much work that has right. been on my plate, yeah. um, tours book. and books and preaching and, you know, managing and mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. writing music, all that kind of stuff. And I know that when the Lord sent me brothers like I mean, also the, the, the homie Marcos as well, along with others, when God sent those people my way 15 years ago, he saw this year. Oh, and wow. uh, I'm even thinking about the way that Marcos, mm -hmm. his wife, Nicole, mm -hmm. how they invited us over for dinner and she cooked one of my favorite meals. It's this mm -hmm. Puerto Rican dish where mm -hmm. they, it's like lasagna, but the, the mm -hmm. pasta is sweet plantain. It's fire. Oh, I haven't had that. Oh, it's fire. But anyways, um, just those little moments of God's people ministering to your wounds makes the Bible come alive. The scripture says... That a brother is for the day of adversity. Made for the day of adversity. But there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Right. I.e., when things hit the fan, you have family members that will be there for you. That's typically what family does. Yes, yeah, but it's out of obligation. But it's out of obligation. Right. But there is a friend that is not just there from the day of adversity, the Bible says in Proverbs as well, that a friend loves at all, all times. times. Yep. Message. Mm -hmm. That the, there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. That is right. more, that friendship is actually more substantial in the life of the believer than blood family relationships if it's done in the context of a Christian relationship. Right. Christian friends right. are supposed to be champions of each other's souls and right. each other's faith. Right, right. That when we walk into eternity on that day, we step our African-American toes onto the sweet grass the of the motherland. sweet grass of the motherland. <laughs> of the kingdom. Of the kingdom. In the eschaton. Mm -hmm. That the men and women that will be by our side will be partly responsible for why we're there, bro. Mm. This is Hebrews, man. Right. Encourage each other as it, as long as it's called today, right? Right. So that nobody's heart may become... Hardened, hardened by through the deceitfulness, deceitfulness of sin. sin. Yeah. That the world is trying to harden your heart towards Jesus. Right. And what the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, whoever wrote that, is saying to us in the inspired text mm -hmm. that the means by which our hearts don't grow hard right. is the words of Christ in the mouths of the friends that are around us. Amen. Preferably in the context of a local assembly. Yeah. Amen. Church. Mm -hmm. And I'm just grateful that I have a bunch of brothers in my life like that um and uh i mean is one of them anyways what are we talking about today we got a beautiful people's form so what we talking about today is genius and by genius i'm not talking about kb i'm talking about uh i see how that might be confusing i, I, I see how i see how clarify that. i see how y'all can confuse <laughs> that i ain't never seen them act like this so 
what I wanted us to discuss today is the Kanye documentary that came out, Genius, sure. which has been making a lot of waves. Right. Um, I, I personally believe that it was an excellent documentary. Right. Um, just uh, the fact that there was all of this footage that Kanye's friend from Chicago, Cootie, had stored is amazing. Right. And Netflix paid Cootie. Oh, in a pretty penny. Pretty that penny. penny was gorgeous. Yeah, let, me t- let me tell you, it was a, it was heavy. It was that a heavy. Penny one. was heavy. It was a heavy penny and splendid. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, rightfully so because that footage is just very rare. Right. Um, and there was a lot uh, of things that I think that we could take from the uh, genius documentary. Um, I think that there are some moments of inspiration that we can take from the documentary. Yeah. But I also think that there are some things that we can be instructed by too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. I wanted us to just talk about today how we felt about it, what kind of lessons we learned from it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, start there for you know? sure. No, I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I also uh, completed it a couple of weeks ago. Right. Um, I thought that the documentary was incredible. It really shows um, this community in Chicago. Mm. It shows that there was this belief that they had in each other. Right. Um, from from Common to Rhyme Fest, right. Don C on uh-huh. the fashion side, Ivan Jasper, uh, Jasper. There was this kind of community of of, of artists yeah. that mm-hmm. were creating. No one knew at the time, right? But they were creating a new path for hip hop. It's crazy. Yeah, that's exactly what. So happened. at the at the time, gangster rap was in, even right. if it was New York gangster rap. Yeah, Jay Z isn't really considered a gangster rapper. Right, right, so absolutely. Uh-huh. But he still was doing gangster rap, right. essentially. And at the time, you had Fifty Cent that was coming out. Southside. That was bringing gangster rap back. He Facts. was running stuff. Facts. All of that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't a, there wasn't space for someone like a Kanye. Yes. Who's wearing sweaters and yep. and uh, mm-hmm. you know. Polo, polo shirts, yeah, and rugby stuff like polo that. shirts, yeah. rapping about dropping out of school, right, or right, college and stuff like that. And one of the things that is undeniable is that man's vision for the future. Absolutely, his ability to forecast where he was going to be, right, was almost uncanny, bro. It was, yeah, it was almost uh, ethereal. Like it was, yes. it was, it was like, like, like he met Kanye from twenty and years gave and him said, a vision, hey, man. You're going to get in a car accident that's literally going to change the way your face looks. Right. And how you sound. Right. But don't worry. This is going to work into your story. Right, right. I am um, particularly um, thinking about the way in which Kanye was fighting to get his music heard by the label he was signed to as a producer. Right. And the way that he, at least the, the footage, the way the footage showed his confidence walking into people's offices in New York at the Rockefeller Records yeah. headquarters. Uh-huh. He's walking in people's offices, right? Folks on the phone. Quite rudely interrupting what Very they were rudely. doing. He was acting, he said something in um, his song uh, Mercy several years ago that I walk into the into Def Jam building and I tell them, give me 50 million or I'm going to stop rapping, or I'm right? Qu- yeah, or I'm going to quit, right? right? He had that energy. Yeah. When he was known by nobody. One thing you learn is that there is no old Kanye and new Kanye. There's just Kanye. Kanye was always the way that he Kanye was. Kanye had a undeniable confidence in his own ego. Right. But also an undeniable ability to forecast what was to come. Right. I felt struck by that, and I hate to, I hate the mm-hmm. Jesus juke real quick. No, but go I'm ahead. I'm just going to say it. This is Southside Rabbi. This is Southside Rabbi, We baby. Jesus juke like Barry Sanders. You feel me? <laughs> we are literally Ocho Cinco when we come to this thing. Anyways... It also reminds me of 1 Corinthians 15. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. right, fam. Right, right. When Paul says, if there is no resurrection, our faith is in vain, we're still in our sin. Right. And just confused about it. Right. But it's the fact that we have a resurrection, our future fuels the now. Mm-hmm. To be able to imagine the eternal bliss that waits for those who have trusted Jesus, the all things working together mm-hmm. for the good of those who are called according to his purposes. Purpose. Amen. To obsess over that future is to receive all of the confidence that you need today. I know who I'm going to be. And you're living I as... I know. And you live. You live that way. Facts. You live as though I know that this future is coming. Oh, yeah. It's almost like you're living right now like the future is already here. Yes, and that's what Kanye was doing, fam. Right, right. That's what he was doing. Right. This is going to be a beautiful thing in heaven. Because in heaven, we're going to be able to look back, I believe. Right, I know he will. There's a text that talks about us celebrating his grace. Right. You cannot celebrate the grace of God in eternity if we don't have the context of the grace. Right, 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 right. Grace exists in a context. Amen, amen. (laughs) Which is y'all are sinners. Right. So we will be aware of what God has rescued us for. Yeah. From in heaven. Yeah. 
But Kanye, we're looking back at this like Kanye is the biggest artist in the world and he was a nobody back then. We know who he's going to be. Right. But no at that one time, knew it. Yeah. Except him yep. and Cootie. Yep. They and knew. There was a, a significant moment in there when they were walking in the middle of Manhattan in Times Square in New York and Kanye was like, Yo, like nobody knows, kind of like nobody knows who I am. I'm walking through, you know, this place like a regular person. Yes. But he was essentially implying, this, this is going to change. Yes. This is, this is going to change. Yes. Now Kanye could never do that. No, no, And he always, and he said too, he, like you said, his ability to forecast, he was like, and his, his, it was his observation of what, of, of, of what is happening in the industry and his ability to forecast where he was going to go and where he wanted to take hip-hop because he was like, look, no, there's no one in hip-hop right now that can speak to the, that can rap in a way in which the streets resonate with him, but also I'm like not a street guy. He, I'm a, he said I'm a backpack mm. rapper like Talib Kweli and Common. They, they, they recognize me, but I can also get down with the street guys and they recognize me and there's never been an artist like that. Yes. And he, he recognized as what folks would usually say is the, is the beginning of a successful business is being able to recognize where there is a problem yes. and then having a solution or right. a gap or where you can fill it in. That's right. And I think Kanye saw... There is nobody like this in hip hop. Right. I am that person, right, right. and I'm gonna fill the gap. And when I do, it's going to work. Yes. And he's and I remember when he was sitting down in his apartment in North New Jersey, and he said, "I'm gonna put this album out, and if I brick, I brick." Yeah. That's what he said. He said, "But I don't think he said with you know confidence in God and my confidence that I have in my ability. I don't think that I will. But if yeah. I do, then I do." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do like that he. He took the risk. That's right. He took the risk. And we also have to remember, mm -hmm. nobody at this time, we had never seen anybody that was a, a grade A producer transition into being a rapper. It was almost like Will Smith. Yeah. Will Smith's acting career has he clips his rapping career so much that we forget that he was a rapper turned remember. actor. That's right. right. Yeah. He, was, he was a rapper turned actor. And when you read his autobiography, you would see that him doing that which everyone should read it, it's really great, that it was not a mistake. Yeah, Will, yeah. Will Smith becoming a superstar was not a mistake. He, him and his team planned it very thoroughly. But, yeah. And him eclipsing his rap career too. But it's almost like that with Kanye, that you can forget that Kanye at a time was just a producer. Yes. And hip-hop knows producers don't rap or they don't rap well. That's right. They don't rap well, <laughs> and they don't rap well enough that we would take you serious as a bona fide artist right. that's charting, that's like, we just don't. We right. hear Swiss Beats rap, we're like, he can rap, but I'm not going to go a buy rapper. a Swiss Beats rap album. Right. I'm not going to buy a Just Blaze rap album. Right. And so for Kanye to do that, it was really a leap of faith because there was really no blueprint for someone that had done that successfully. Right, right, right. And so I was very struck by not only his ability to prognosticate what yeah. is going to happen. Right. But I was also struck by his determination to not quit. Yes. Because I think that one thing that you see over and over again is he's playing stuff for these cats at Rockefeller Records. Right. And they do not care. They are unmoved. And not only that, he was playing some of the songs that became his biggest songs ever. So it wasn't yes. like he was playing stuff we never heard. That's right. He was playing All Falls Down yes, in offices. Yes. yes. He was playing Jesus Walks. Yes, yes. And and we were, and, and they, everybody was unmoved. Right, right, right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. And so, which is actually another amazing thing that Very. All Falls Down and Jesus Walks and Slow Jams and all that was stuff that he had made years before right. he became right, 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 a rapper. Right, before the accident. Be some right, and before the accident. Yeah, yeah. So I think that you see that he he gets discouraged, but he always kept going. Yes. And which is same also, thing happened which with the accident. fueled by... The vision. The vision. Yep. I know where I'm going to be, even if you don't see we it. We could be instructed by that, man. Oh, my goodness. So when we're running into all of the setbacks and suffering that life is going to give us, right? right? It's inevitable. Right. We can be instructed by that because as believers, we are going to inevitably hit suffering in this life right 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 one of the things that i think about is and I, i've been thinking about this lately the enemy really does try to use suffering and hardship as a weapon to beat you with in order for you to deny god and walk away yes. just like he did with job yes love the book of job but one thing that we see is that Satan goes to God in ways that Job is, is unbeknownst to Job, right? Yeah. It's so funny. We read Job and we see the whole picture. Job doesn't. 
You're right. It's a good point. And so Job has no idea that Satan has come to God and said, hey, he has, there there was kind of some kind of wager a little bit here. He has no idea any of this is happening. All Job knows is that I've been faithfully serving the Lord. And for some reason, out of nowhere, it feels like this tempestuous storm of suffering has come and taken away my family, my business, my children. And not only to add insult to injury. Not only is it just my circumstances that yeah. like things that have changed, but my friends are literally making it worse. That's right. By implying that this is happening because I am hiding my sin right. before God and yes. I'm refusing to repent. Yes. And Job even tells his friends, y'all are horrible counselors. <laughs> he even tells them that. Yeah. Um, and so, and I'm, I was crazy. I was reading, I was reading what one of his friends was saying. He literally went down the list of the things that God would do to judge wicked individuals. He went through the things that happened to Job. He would say, your kids will no longer be at the gate. They will be crushed. All of these, your crops and everything will be taken by other individuals. And he, he essentially indirectly he said, hey, said, everything bro, that happened to you I is mean, what God does one to the wicked. So two. One plus one is, I don't know. I ain't saying so it's two, but it the, looks I, that I, way. <laughs> what we see is that what Satan says to God is, the only reason that Job is continuing to be faithful to you is because, oh, you bless him. He ain't been through nothing. But if I touch him, he'll curse you. He'll curse you to your face. He'll, mm. he'll walk away from all of this. Yeah. Right? Of course, it's easy for him to serve him when everything is going well, but let me do something to him. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And then all of the suffering happens that God allows, right? Right, right. One of the things that I think about, number one, is the enemy is so crafty because he tries to make you believe how could God really be real if this amount of suffering has come upon you? That's right, that's if right. If God is real, why is all of this happening? Right, right. One of the things that the enemy tries to blind us to remembering is that this suffering also happens to people that don't know God. That's right. So the implication is, why don't you just not serve him anymore? Right, right, right. And let all of this suffering stuff be for the birds. But the fact of the matter is, if, well, if I don't serve God, guess what? I'm that's still right. going to suffer. That's right. You have not guess improved what? your situation you improve because situation. you got rid of God. I hate that it happens because of this, because of this fallen world. But believers get cancer and yeah. they die from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Believers die like my good brother that I was just starting to form a relationship with online, Tim McKenzie, Anglican brother who sent me his book, The Anglican Way. Yeah. Believers get in tragic car accidents and die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievers get in tragic car accidents yeah, and die. Yeah, yeah, Unbelievers die of cancer. Kobe Bryant, I don't know where he was with God, yeah. but Kobe Bryant, freak accident, the helicopter. Right, right. You think about Princess Diana. Yeah, yeah. You think about my brother McKenzie dropping his daughter off to college, gets in a car accident, and mm. him and his daughter pass, mm, 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 mm. right? There's believers who get cancer and pass. Mm, mm. I, I, there, there are people that we know in our church who are dealing with health issues right, 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 and right. pass. Right, 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 right. You don't escape it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Outside of God. That's right, that's right. You don't escape it serving God. Yeah, that's right, that's right. But the enemy tries to get you to say, just why would he allow this to happen? If God loved you, why this would happen. Let it roll. And then he essentially tries to get you to embrace some type of unbelief. Right, 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 right. Where you're going to suffer anyway. That's right. But, but now, now you can do it without the promises of God. Now you can do it without the promises of God, yeah. promises of God. And then I can get you to a place in eternity that will make your suffering that you did go through there right, right, right. seem like a freaking trip to Disney World right, right. compared to the suffering that you would endure in the place where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Yes, 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 yes. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so one of the things well that said. sustains us yeah. is, as you said, the vision yes. that, that Paul says, for the, that Paul makes it very clear that we are suffering momentarily but there is a joy yes, yes. that is coming yes that will make all of this worth it and right. that's what Paul was getting at right is that Paul was making it very clear that man creation is groaning right now yes things are bad yes. you're we're, we're creation we're yes. created we're yeah. groaning yeah but creation outside of us is also groaning yes. the earth is is groaning I mean all kind I mean there's all kind of stuff that is happening that the fallen world is like, oh, we can't be, wait, we, we just want to be redeemed. Mm. I believe that in, in languages in which we don't understand, grass, soil is crying out to God, please. Yes, 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 yes. We can't wait to be glorified. Yes. We can't wait to be able to be as green as we want to be. That's right, that's right. We can't right. wait to be as fertile as we want to be. Yes, yeah, think about we animal kingdom. Everything animal is kingdom, fighting. everything is fighting. Making war. Right. And so I think that, this is not worthy to be compared to what lies ahead of the us. Glory I think that, that Kanye revealed. would say, the rejections from Rockefeller record is nothing compared to what I know is coming. Ooh. I know I'm going to be big. It's not, it's not a matter of 
me knowing it, they just don't know it yet. That's I right. know it, they just don't know That's it. That's right. In fact, I'm just trying to get y'all on board. And also, you knowing it or not knowing it changes nothing. That's a, you that's a, that's a good having good point. confidence in where I'm going to be does not add a single gem to my crown. Right. Neither does it if you are like questioning uh-huh. who this dude is or, right. or, or, That's or true. he doesn't fit into the mold. I don't see if this is going to work. You don't need to know it. I know it. That's it. And I think that a lot of times life is like that, bro. Right. Life is not, a, not like walking outside with these faith cheerleaders Ooh. that are like, hey, you can do it. It's going to work. That don't worry so about true. this new diagnosis. Don't worry that they don't like you anymore. No one's... Folks, oftentimes, it's believing mm. against. It's believing in spite. Right. It's trusting. It's going. Right. It's moving. It's working. Right. Aside from the participation of those around you. Right. That's what, when I even think about in the context of reconciliation, oftentimes, I'll talk about it in the context of marriage. Uh-huh. There, there, there is no happy marriages. Right. That is filled with, with, with two people that say, hey, I'm only going to be as confident in who we are and what we can be as you are confident in the same thing. Oh, so, yeah. If you don't come to me first. Right. Or if we can't meet almost or, hey, I'm At the same time, to apologize before I do. I need some assurances from you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. If somebody isn't willing to run to the cross. I need to beat you to the cross because my confidence is that no matter what your response is, the cross has me. Right. That's good. The cross has me, bro. If I am confessing, repenting, I am getting reconciliation vertically, Mm -hmm. it's going to be realized horizontally. At least I believe it. And that's the chance for it to be a realization is through that Kind of first step, relentless. I'm confident in what's in front of me. Right. I am not confident in who is looking at me. Right. I am confident at who I'm looking to. Right. At where I'm looking to. Right. That's where my confidence comes, where I'm going to be. Mm. Maybe, perhaps, this is a theory, perhaps Kanye's love for his mother, Donda, and the impact that she had on his life, perhaps that is accented, stretched, and deepened because of the gratitude he has for what she deposited in him as they were growing up. That, right. And I think what she deposited in him is you are somebody going somewhere, never give up. That's what I was going to say earlier when we yeah. when we first started talking is that one of the folks that I be, one of the reasons why I believe Kanye was so persistent was because his mother believed in him, bro. Wow. One of the most salient points of the documentary for me is Kanye and his mother's relationship. Yes, it's powerful. Kanye's powerful. mom was I've almost been convicted by yeah, that. I mean his mom was almost like the quintessence of what a mother should be to a son. Yes, yes, like, yes. Like, I do not know of anyone that I feel like had more confidence and belief in, their, in, their, in, in Kanye than his mother, oh, his yeah. mom. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the section in that film where she started reciting the rap that he wrote at 12 and Ooh. she knew it by heart. And she was like, remember at that talent show? And you rap, da 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 And she started rapping the lyrics. I was like, who, do, who remembers that? Yeah. What mom remembers lyrics that their son wrote at 12? Yeah. Res- reciting them. Yeah. Helping Kanye remember what oh he my. said. Oh, my. Yeah. All, every time you seen her, she was like, Kanye, this is amazing. Kanye, oh, my gosh. Kanye, you can do it, Kanye. Kanye, I think that that's where he got a lot of his belief from yeah yeah, yeah for sure is that and, and a lot of his determination yeah, she did she deposited she de- like you said him. she deposited that she inculcated yeah. that in him yeah, yeah, yeah. early on Fact. and as he was going through the process of playing stuff for rockefeller records it's crazy that they show a scene in there that he walks in and daps up jay-z at his rockefeller party and jay-z has all like no idea who he is He's like yeah what's up now girl? jay's now he is competing with jay-z for them both being billionaire status yes. which is which is just a testament to kanye's talent yeah, right? yeah, for sure. But he finally gets signed to Rockefeller Records. Right, 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 right. 
after he gets signed to Rockefeller Records, he's working on the album, he gets in the accident yes. where he almost loses his life. Yes. When he gets in the accident, Rockefeller Records essentially shelves his album. Right. Which they barely believed in. They in barely the first believed place. in the first place. Yeah. And then Kanye is fighting with Rockefeller Records to get a release date for the album. Right. Rockefeller Records is not giving them a release date. They ain't yes. moving. Kanye's determination is so crazy, which I think that we can all be instructed by this kind of determination, that just because Rockefeller Records didn't give him a release date, he did not say, man, the label, I'm trying to get y'all an album, but the label, but the label is what all the rappers say now. Yeah, but the label. But the label. Kanye was like, well, number one, I'm going to keep working on the album, right. which, which Kanye did have a type of advantage other people don't have. He's a world-class producer. That's so right. So he doesn't have to pay all these other producers right. to produce. He can do everything himself. That's he what Pharrell said. He also is friends with like, folks like Pharrell and right. say, hey, can I borrow some of your studio time? Right, so I was going to say, one of the things that you've seen that Kanye was doing is he started borrowing people's studio yeah, time yeah, because yeah, yeah. Rockefeller was not opening up the budget to pay for his studio right. time. So they showed him going to the studio with Ludacris. He's trying, he trying to get like the 10 minutes on the back end. Yeah. He's trying to hurry up and record his stuff and because he's producing a track for Ludacris. He goes to Jamie Foxx's house and records slow jams yeah. uh, because Jamie Foxx has his own studio. Yeah. And then when he gets in an accident and his jaw is wired shut, this man raps through the wire with his jaw wired shut. Wired deep. Shut. I mean, deep. When you think about it, at the time, I remember when it happened, everybody was amazed by it, but I really had to really think about it again in the documentary. How much determination do you have to have to say, my jaw's broken, I can't talk, yeah. but I'm going to still rap this That's song. Right. It's not over. It's not over. Yes. If I got to rap the song with my jaw broken, I'm going to, with it wired shut, I'm going to rap it wired shut. And guess what? I'm going to make the song about my jaw wired shut. I drink a moose for breakfast, an insure for dessert. Somebody order pancakes, I just sip the scissor. So instead yeah. of me, instead of me being beat down by the circumstance I am actually going to turn the circumstance into a W yeah. I'm going to turn it into one of the biggest songs that I ever that I, that's oh, a song I that it. put me on I love it so not only does he make the song with the with the jaw wired shut Rockefeller he gets the song made takes it to Pharrell Pharrell says this is phenomenal you what you wrap this with your jaw wired shut Pharrell leaves the building because he he's, he can't believe it comes back in and says you're one of my favorite artists and I've only heard th like three songs from you wow that's what Pharrell says to him and then Kanye has this song ready. Everybody thinks it's amazing. He's in the dentist's office. You see him getting his wires and stuff removed. The dentist is saying, hey, man, you shouldn't really be rapping. Because Kanye is like, I got a music video to shoot. I got to shoot a video in two weeks. The dentist said, is you saying, about the you're, wrong you're, thing. Not, you're not shooting a video in two weeks. I remember Optometrist said to me one time, I, I got punched in my eye and was like seeing spots. It was real right, bad. Right. Was like, like All light felt like I was getting a dagger in my eye. Oh, yeah. Now, sure. from, from boxing. Now, I remember telling my, uh, my, my optometrist, I said, hey, man, listen, I have to be somewhere tomorrow. He said, when do you need to get to being blind, though? Oh. Right, exactly. Exactly. He said, You're going to stay here and you're going to get this dilation. Right. You're going to do the extra stuff to make sure that you're not about to lose your sight. Right, exactly. Or is, is there a meeting that's more important than that? that you got to go somewhere. Is that, is that the show, show is supposed to be pretty important. Right, it's for you to not want to see. Is that right. what you're trying to get to? Blindness? Well, be my guest. Uh, anyway, here you go. go ahead. But that's a, that was the attitude. Essentially, he the had. attitude that that Kanye's the, the, the he had to go to like this jaw surgeon. Yeah. And uh, he essentially said, uh, "I don't know what music video you thinking about shooting, but you you ain't gonna be ready uh, in two weeks. You feel me? You you gonna it's gonna take you about a good year no, to saying. get back to where you're supposed to be. And after your jaw heals, we still have to do surgery on your face. Yes. Yes. And so Kanye, you see him in the chair. Cootie is recording him, and the only thing Kanye is thinking about is the songs. He's rapping the songs. He's telling Cootie about ideas for the music video. He's getting the, the wires out of his jaw removed. And he's saying to Cootie, hey, man, this is what I think we should do for the video. In the this suffering. is what I should do in the midst of the suffering. It's almost like the suffering is not happening because he is so focused on the video. So then the song gets created. Everybody thinks it's amazing. Rockefeller still doesn't open up the budget. Right. Kanye says... We don't have a budget to shoot a music video. It don't matter. I'm going to have Cootie and uh, I forgot Cootie's friend's name. We're going to have them shoot the music video and we're going to do it ourselves. I'm going to pay for it myself. Right. So they think of it. They write a video treatment for it themselves. Yeah. How about we use the footage of everybody's reaction to me playing this song for them for the first time. I love it. We use that for the music video. I love it. They do it. They write the treatment. They get the video done. Kanye says it cost him $33,000. Ended up costing him $50,000. Kanye, at the last minute, puts together a, uh, uh, a showing of the music video. He said, I only thought 10, 20 people was going to come. 200 people ended up coming. Yeah. He, Dame Dash shows up. Yeah. 
So here's here's the head of Rockefeller Records shows up in the middle of, of Kanye talking about how they ain't opening the budget. Right. And then he kind of switched, switched stances when I Dame know, Dash yeah, walked, yeah. walked in. Plays the music video. Rockefeller Records says, this is amazing. Here's all of the money you need to get the album done. Right, 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 right. So we have no idea that all of this stuff happens. Sure, sure. But one of the things that is encouraging is that Kanye did not let any of the impediments stop him. Yes. Because he was focused on the vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And that's I think right. that we can be instructed by that in our own walk. Yeah, absolutely, bro. We feel like we're taking L after L after L after L. Right. But we have to keep going, man. Right, 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 right. And one of the things that does keep us going is thinking about what is before us. Right. And the things about when Jesus is going to the cross, it talks about for the joy set, set before, before him, him. He endured the he suffering. He endured the suffering. And, and that's when you when you talked about him thinking about the songs while he's getting the wire taken out of his mouth. And if you see the scene, it, it, it didn't feel good. No, he is bleeding. It's painful. Right, yeah. And he's thinking about the song as he's suffering. Mm -hmm. And to me, in a much, much more powerful sense, there's a kernel. Mm-hmm. Of, of reflection right. of the cross, mm -hmm. that it is, it's for the joy that is set before me. And I'm thinking about the joy of Jesus rescuing, ransoming sinners for himself, the joy of the song that will be sung at the throne from every tribe and tongue, worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb that he will receive the full reward for, for his, his suffering, suffering right. brought joy to him in such a way, his reflection on that joy gave him the strength right. to endure the cross. Mm -hmm. Watching my wife refuses anesthesia uh -huh. when they're doing... Um, giving birth. Giving birth. She said to me, when I asked her, why do you keep doing this? Three babies in a row. Right. She turned down Motrin last time. Motrin! She didn't even want that. She's like, no, I'm good. She said, the pain is temporary. My mind is on the baby. Mm. At the end of all of this suffering, I will hold life in my hands. Right. She also alluded to how it feels like she can appreciate the life she holds in her hand. Oh. Based on what she had to suffer to get there. Message. For That's me to be able to fully realize where I'm at. You know they right. talk about don't forget where you came from. Right. And one of the means of doing that is going back to where you came Absolutely. from. Remember this house? Yes. Which then speaks to Kanye again. Yeah, he did that. Because now at the end of his career, what is he doing? He's bringing out the house that, right. that he was raised in. There, yep. there, there was a photo shoot that him and Kim Kardashian did at his house that he grew up in. Mm -hmm. Donda's the name of his last two projects. Right. I know that the value of this thing I presently have is accented right. by what I had to suffer through to get it. Hmm. And I think that that's, that is certainly a, a, a kind of metaphor right. that we see in his life. Right. Now, moving into mm -hmm. the second part of the documentary uh -huh. that really deals with where, what really feels like where Kanye started to lose himself a little bit. Absolutely. You want to Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that we see in the second part of the documentary, Kanye has all the success. Yeah. He has all the success now, right? He in the midst of all of this success, seemed to start forgetting about the people that got him there. That's right. As Kanye <laughs> becomes everything that he ever wanted to become, yeah. I, I believe that Jackie Hill Perry said it the best when she summed up what she thought about the Kanye documentary. Talk about it. She said, because she is a poet. She got them words. She got them words, bruh. She said... The Kanye West documentary was good. I'm paraphrasing what she said, but she said it made me feel even more for Kanye because in him getting everything that he ever wanted, he lost everything that he needed. Oh. That's what she said. Yeah. And it could not have been more true. It's so good. As he rose to and got all of the prosperity that he wanted. I mean, he got every, he probably got more than he thought they was oh, going to get. Certainly. He's a billion. He's worth a billion dollars now. He lost everything that he needed to keep him healthy, man. Yeah, bro. And he's still losing it. Yeah, bro. We see the stuff that's happening with Kim. Yes. And, and the kids. Yes. Right? We see what happened to a lot of his friendships. For a long time, his friendship with Jay-Z was not good, and it still doesn't seem to be 100% yeah. to back to where it was. Yeah. In the documentary, you see that his friendship with Cootie just fell apart. And there was a scene in the, um, Talk in about the that. film that was so discouraging to see where mm -hmm. 
Um, Kanye had just won all these awards and Cootie trying to keep the the roots. Right. You know, trying to trying to in some ways bring Kanye back to earth. Mm-hmm. She's at this uh this party that they're having and he's recording and trying to be trying to get an interview with him all night. Kanye is, you know, just turning up, getting drunk, so on and mm-hmm. so forth. Mm-hmm. Finally, end of the night, they finally get the interview. Cootie is still Cootie. Right. Kanye is not still Kanye. That is so true. Man, that's a good way to put it. Cootie is still Cootie, but Kanye still Cootie, was but a Kanye different is person. Not Kanye. And Kanye essentially comes outside, does the interview on some kind of charity like stuff. Right. Not saying this is my best friend. Right. Who's been with me from since the beginning. Absolutely. I've been here for you. I've I've watched over you when nobody else did. Yep. I believed in you when nobody I else did. In you when that's nobody why I kept recording did. this. I could have went and started recording other things. That's right. That's right. I <laughs> I gave my life for you. Right. Sound like somebody else I know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But Kanye disrespected him throughout the whole interview, wouldn't even call him by his proper name, just continuing this weird, awkward kind of disposition in the presence of Cootie to the point where Cootie felt so uncomfortable, he kind of just stopped. Yeah. He said, yo, you yo, that, that you being mad wild for talking to me like this. And you can see it on Cootie's face when yeah. Kanye was yeah. doing it. He was yeah. so discouraged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he completely disregarded this friend and treated the folks who are probably not in his life now. Right. Absolutely. The people that were temporary, he treated like they were permanent. And he treated the people that were permanent like they didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Message. Mm-hmm. Which, put, which, again, isolates you more. You're more distanced from reality. Right. Where people can hold you accountable. That's one thing that money and fame does. And we need to do a Ooh. full episode on this. Talk a little yeah, bit about I, that. Yeah, I'll try to just touch it so we can finish. Right. Money and fame... It gives you access to things that you don't have as a normal person. Oh, okay. So one of the things that fame gives you is a lot of praise that the average person doesn't get. Mm-hmm. People are singing your praises all day long. Right. Just going into the grocery store. I remember for me, it was never a grocery store. It was just going like trying to go buy a book at Life or a Christian bookstore. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but you know, it gives you access to a level of inflation that you were not meant to live with. Mm-hmm. We were meant to be glory deflectors, not glory receptors. Absor- absorber. Oh, yeah. It's like going through security at, at the airport. You can get some radiation on you and it not hurt you. Right. As long as it's kind of bouncing it's off quick. real quick. Right. You're right, 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 right. You right. can't sit in that machine, though, bro. Yes. That's good. You, you, it's you, a good analogy. It's, it's, it, that's why we, we say that, that fame is like cologne. Like, it's good to have it on you and around you. You can use it to improve your, your hygiene. Right. But don't drink it. Right. You can't consume it. It can't be in you. Yes. And what happens is that the light that is on you, right, begins to become the light that's in you, meaning I am the sum of everybody's praises, Ooh. and I live for it, and that's when it becomes a drug. Mm. And it's an addictive drug, bro. And I got people, I got a dude in my mind right now that I am convinced he is addicted to fame. Right. He, it, it, the money that he has is not enough for him. The opportunities that he has are not enough for him. He has to be praised similarly to how he has always been praised. Right. The decline of people's admiration of me is like death mm. because I'm addicted to people's admiration of me. And I'm saying that that changes who you are degrades your humanity because that's not what it means to be fully human. Right. You're not known by these people. Right. People don't know you. People think that Kanye is a god. Right. That's the reason that he makes a song, I mean, he made a Jesus, song called I Am A God. That you, but you, he th- said in an interview, but he this, said, the people say, why do you think I am a god? He said, because I am right, a god. Right, right. What's the philosophy behind that? The philosophy behind him saying that he's a god is that the light that was on him is now the light that is in him. Mm. So the light that he's received from all these stadiums and arenas is now his identity. Right. To them, he is a god. Right. And he believes it. Right. But just as the psalmist said, oh, you may live like gods, but you will die Die like men. men. Right. And I would add, not add to the text, but I would also commentate on that by saying, you will live like men too. Mm. Men can't keep happy families, bro, like that. Mm. Men can't keep happy existences like that. Money also is is something that changes you as well. Talk about it. 
I believe that if you do not have a radical relationship with your money and your fame, it will undoubtedly become your identity. You have to see it like owning a lion. Mm. It's beautiful. It's good for Instagram. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can cool to put a National Geographic. Stuff. Right. Check out this lion. You know what I'm saying? I had him since he was a cub, but you still got to remember it's a lion. It will eat you. It will kill you, as many lions have done to their right. owners. Yes. <laughs> and ringmasters. And yeah. Surprisingly, okay. we've been seeing that uh, uh, elevation of that in New York City, of all places. Please, y'all, People man, having y'all, targets in apartments. Man, get what you, is please happening? Please get y'all act together. Please, New York. Get your act okay, together, go New ahead. York. Anyways. <laughs> but, anyways, you have to remember this is still a beast. Right. And money, like a lion, is good. Mm-hmm. And it's not Obviously inherently evil. It's inherently, not inherently evil. Right. It's, it's good to have it, but you have to tame it. Mm-hmm. It has, it, it is. A wonderful servant, but a terrible master. But money wants to be your master. That is just the nature of it because it gives you access to stuff. Right. Remember in Israel, all these, these, these cats keep going back and worshiping Baal. Right. Why? Why? Uh-huh. Y'all just seen the living God right. show up and show out. Absolutely. He is crip walking right, on right, your right, enemies. Right, 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 right. <laughs> For real, though. Y'all God is, is like literally... Like even literally. when you brush the toes, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like we, right. we, we banging them corners <laughs> in front of all y'all, and right. y'all building calves. Why? Because the belief in the ancient Near East is that our currency to protection mm-hmm. and healthy crops and healthy babies and healthy family families is on the back of these gods. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're thinking that this is how we. Gain access right. to stability, so, so ooh, on and so forth. Good. Money is like that for us. That's it's, true. It's, it's Money a, is a Baal. It's a Baal. It's a God. Right. And I mean God, little g. Yeah, right. In terms that you see that thing is what gives you access to provision, access to- Stability. Uh, stability, a- a- access to protection. So it's very difficult to have a neutral relationship with it. Ooh, especially if you have a lot of it. Oh, if you have a lot of it? Are you kidding me? You have to. My counselor told me years ago, even I broke out of my mind when he said it. He said, as you begin to make money, mm-hmm. God bless Dr. Cox. He's with the Lord right yes. now. Yes. God bless Dr. He Cox. Said, he said, as you make money, every dollar that comes in, assign it somewhere. Mm. This is savings. This is giving. This is going to the church. Right. This is going to investment. This is going to, for, for pleasure. Assign Every dollar, because you are the master of that money. If you do not master the money, your it money will, will master, master you. you. That's actually in Rich Dad Poor Dad. <laughs> yes, he means it in a different he way. Read it. Probably he's read it, that he's meant dad. it in a different way. Yeah, but still, it's it's true. Double entendre both ways. It, if you it, don't master it, your it, money, it your money will master you. I've seen it in my own life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like you can just afford to make things go away, and it can be something as small as this. Mm-hmm. My mother lives with me who I love. She watches every episode, so I know she's watching right now. Shout out. Mama Burgess. Love you. I'm not not even going to lie. This this, this happened the other day. My Uh mom doesn't even know this. (laughs) It was late one night. I was hungry. I went to the Southside Rabbi Accountability. You feel me? Thank you. (laughs) And there was a peach in -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. But I saw it was in my mom's drawer. My mom has her own drawer. And typically, she doesn't mind me sharing her stuff with me. Right, right, right. But I need to ask. Right. I opened the drawer. It was late at night. She was asleep. And I said to myself, I can replace this. I'll just buy her 50 more peaches. And I took her peach and I ate that mug. Oh, no, you didn't. Now, there was, my mom is not mad at me about right, right. that. We, we don't have to make nothing right, nothing like that. But it was that little subtle thing. It literally, in my mind, it made me think. It was like, I can compromise on these things because right. I'll just use my money to make it right. Mm-hmm. And then you start doing that with other stuff, relationships. That's right. Oh, I know I haven't really seen my wife a lot because I've been getting out, I've, been, I've been out here getting this bread. Yes. But I'm going to, but for real. But but you know how I'm going to make it up to her? Here's these purses or here's, yes. that's how I'm going to make it right. I'll give you a better example. This was back in January. I came home from tour uh-huh. and my boys live for me to bring surprises home to them. Mm-hmm. In fact, they'll be sad when I'm leaving and I'll say, daddy's going to bring you back a surprise. And they'll be like, when do you leave? <laughs> You you gonna say daddy's gonna bring you a surprise? You gonna walk in the they room be and KB and Jay is gonna be in there packing your stuff? Yeah, we thought that this we just wanted to make sure that this expedited the process. So we you had, said it leaves at we, seven, right? Seven. What we time fold is five? All we, of, let's just let's go ahead and head up to the airport now. All these t-shirts are folded Marie Kondo style, little squares. We've actually got you extra pair of briefs in there just yes. in case. Yes, yes. And extra socks. Yes, yes. 
And I, here's I, your boarding pass. There you go. God Here bless you, is. brother. <laughs> Fam, I came home one day. I got in the car, and they were like, "Daddy, so you know, hey, you know, this is where's the surprise?" And I said, "I got you." I reached in my bag and I took out two hundred dollars. <laughs> I gave Keanu a hundred bucks, uh -huh. hundred dollar bill, <laughs> and I gave Kevin a hundred dollar bill. They were like, <laughs> "What in the world? What is this?" And I was like, "Yo." <laughs> Scratch. This Cheddar, is a surprise. Bread. Greenbacks. <laughs> yes. Pesos. <laughs> Bro. They were like, Boxing. oh. And I watched them deflate. And I was like, don't you know that you can go to the store and you can buy whatever you want? Mad toys with right, this. Right. And they were like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see. And they didn't have the articulation, <laughs> this maturity to say, yeah, but it would have been special if you went to the store and brought us a toy mm. home. You know, just putting us 100 bucks in our pocket and letting us go shopping, that's, that's a quick fix for you. It's a band-aid. It's not thoughtful. Right, it's not thoughtful. You know what I'm saying? That's the word. So it's, it's, it's one of those things, too, that money begins to, because money does solve a lot of issues. Oh, yeah, money answers with all things. That's right. It, so it then money starts to become an answer for everything. That's right. Absolutely. Let me just pay this out. You feel me? For good things like problems, like health, whatever that you need, home, and, and, whatever. And, and, but also, you can start using that mug to answer things that it shouldn't answer. Like, like we saw a president of the United States try to answer his adultery with his money. I mean, that, that's the kind of thing that people do in our industry, that's bro. True. It's true. How much I got to pay to make this go away? Again, money begins to insulate you from regular human interactions, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that again. What that does is it just makes you float away from Earth, Ooh. and, the, and the, the further you get away from your humanity, the less human you are kind of acting. Right. The more torture you have in front of you. Why do you think people with they can do anything that they want, bro? They can go anywhere that they want. They have the love of people. Can't sleep at night. Yeah. Or, or, or they have wrecked families and marriages. That's right. It's almost very rare. Everything. Yeah, it's almost very rare that you hear a very wealthy person have like this successful, yes, super bro. successful 40-year marriage. Yes. And wife and everybody's just in love with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah, yeah. rare, man. Man, I tell you what, I've, I've, I've recently, my drummer is really good friends with Brian Head Welch. Uh, Ooh, from Corn. Uh-huh. Um, who's a solid believer. Absolutely. Brian came to the show on uh, that we had in Nashville um, a few weeks ago and just great conversation. And I just was struck by the fact that he is still a star. D yeah. He's a star. It's so he's crazy. a believer. Yes. But he's a star. Right. They're still doing sold out arenas. Right, right. And when they were on top, they were on top. Yes, I had yes. Their, I had their album. Yes. As a kid, I was a unique kid. Yes. I was listening to Cash Money. I was listening to Cash Money and Corn. And Corn. And No Limit. Straight up. But I had their album, Follow the Leader. When that mug came out, they were on top of Fam. the world. And some, I just saw an article the other day that says that Corn is, is maybe breathing life back in the radio. I mean, oh, they're, they're wow. still killing it. But man, the relationship that Brian has with my drummer was fueled by the regular human interactions. Like, mm. like, 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 hey, let me just help you move. Right. Hey, I just want to be at your wedding. You know what I'm saying? Hey, let's just hang out, watch a movie. The, 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 it, it seems like when Brian was addicted to drugs in the high life, he was obviously the worst right. that he had ever been. Uh -huh. Now he's happy, and his happiness is around simple stuff, man. Mm. Regular human stuff. Right. Absolutely. It's nourishing. Right. And that has been my experience, bro. Even with some people that I meet that are stars, bro, that'll look at me and say, man, I wish I had your life. I just wish I had a simple life with a, just a woman that loved me and children that, that think I hung the moon. You don't want this, cuz. Right. You don't we want this fame. We have to keep talking about how amazing our life is, how bad these chicks are, how we are so distanced from you. We have to continue to talk about it because we're in denial. These rappers are in denial. That's why they have to keep talking about how rich they are and how their sexual exploits and escapades. Because it's convincing themselves. It's convincing ourselves that we're satisfied and you are not. Message. You need more diamonds. And you just can't have a lot of diamonds. I need more diamonds than you. Right. I can't just have a good watch. I got to have the watch nobody else has. I use these things as fig leaves to cover up my nakedness. Hmm. And I think that 
the more fig leaves you try to cover yourself in, the crazier you become. And the crazier you look. And the crazier you look. Yeah. And man. Yeah. And I and I and I with all due respect to Kanye, um, I think that's what the second episode began to kind of show. Yeah. He was unraveling. He was unraveling. I mean, to the point that Cootie, being the amazing friend that he is, when he was recording times where Kanye was unraveling, he was catching it on camera, he would cut the camera off. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, when Kanye was in that meeting with those two, those two rich white dudes and they were talking about real estate or whatever, he cut the camera off because yeah, Kanye yeah. just started saying stuff that didn't make sense. Yes, his voice changed. When he was rapping on an airplane over that thing, he cut it off. And he said it. He said, I couldn't keep recording. I felt like it was wrong to keep recording. That's wow. what he said. I felt like it was wrong to keep recording that. Sounds like a conscious man. Because he recognized that I am watching someone that's unhealthy unravel. Right. And it seems wrong to capture this Oof. for everyone else to see. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I think even in the midst of Kanye now having this newfound relationship with the Lord. yeah. I think that Kanye is still unraveling in a sense. It, I, it seems that he's way. He's kind of where he where it left off at in the second part of the documentary is kind of where he still is. Yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say we need to pray for I mean, and we've seen that even more so with the stuff that's happening with Kim. Because yeah. you, could, you all can say what you want to say about Kim. Yeah. I don't think that anybody could ever question her love for Kanye West and them kids. Yeah. I feel like Kim loves that man. Yeah. Um... And I think that what we've seen from Kanye is that Kanye has been terrorizing her. It certainly looks that way. That's what it looks like. Yeah. I'm not trying to judge other people's marriage. I mean, it's public, so I'm only commenting on what I see. Sure. But I do think that we, we got to pray for Brother Kanye. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that fame is a hell of a drug. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when you're addicted to it, it's hard. I, I, I'm not, I haven't been famous, nor do I want to be famous. But... I could imagine that just like any other drug, that fame is a hard drug to kick. Yeah, brother. And it takes rehab. Yeah. And it takes counseling. Yeah. And it takes you going through withdrawals. Yeah. It takes accountability. I, I also think too, Mainzy, that and Kanye's got to be careful with this. Mm -hmm. Jesus can be like a therapeutic. Oh, yes. He can. Like... Just to make things better. Yeah. His, his gospel really resonates with the eternity that's written on everybody's hearts. Right. When you encounter the life of Jesus and begin to read his words, you can be impressed without seeing him as Lord. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's what Kanye's doing. I'm right. just saying. The danger. It's the danger. And I do think that Jesus, the 100% man, right. following him, having some sense of allegiance to him, does bring you back to earth again too. Yeah. Religion does that in general. Right. It gives you something that's bigger than you, that's outside of you. Right. That you can come under. Right. But Jesus won't partner with you. He only wants to be Lord. Right. So he, he's not going to partner with your kind of interpretation of him. Right. He's got to be Lord. So the therapeutic is in there, I think. Mm -hmm. How could we not say? I mean, the Holy Spirit is called the comforter for crying out loud. Right. Also, the great counselor. The counselor. I was going to say, I mean, yeah. I mean you're talking about therapists. The Holy Spirit right. is a therapist. Right. Spiritual therapist. Spiritual therapist, which I think is different from emotional therapy. Our pastor uh -huh. talked about that on Sunday, which is very good. But, but he, he does make us feel better sometimes. Mm -hmm. I think especially if you haven't felt alive for years. Right. That there's something alluring about Jesus. Yeah. Christianity, Jesus can become like, oh, this is what I was missing. Yes. But not missing him being Lord, just missing dedicating myself to something that's bigger than yes. myself. Yes. And then you can start being dedicated to Christianity as a religion. Yes. And not Christianity as a relationship with Jesus as Lord of your life. Yes, brother. And I think that's why you'll see the that you have these moments of this commitment to the faith. Right. That's followed with this kind of... It feels like yeah. a disregard for what the faith represents. Yes, that's right. I think that the danger too, if I could butt in. Go ahead, brother. Is that we could also start in that viewing Christianity and Jesus as a therapeutic, which is not the same as viewing him as Lord. Right. We can start 
appropriating Jesus to our thing. Sure. So now it's, it's not me giving myself to Jesus and his thing. It's Jesus giving himself to me and my thing. That's right. So I had this vision for transforming the world through art and culture and redesigning airplanes and mm -hmm. working with NASA and mm -hmm. Disney. And I'm going to bring all the, I had this agenda, mm -hmm. making black people Republicans, you know, right. that, that kind of like, I, I got right. this whole thing that I'm trying to do. And Jesus is going to sprinkle his blessing on it. You know? Yep. But the reality is, Jesus already had a thing before you got here. Right. And now it's your job to make your thing align with what he's already doing. Amen. He, he wasn't saving you because, you know, the earth was about to end. Right. He so. wasn't saving you because he needed you to do this special mission for him. Yes. And so God has set me apart. Right. And called me. Yeah. To be the vanguard for this special mission yeah, that yeah. he has. Yeah. I, that, that's not the case. Because then what happens there is that Jesus is not Lord. You're Lord. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're yeah. still Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that now Jesus is, you're appropriating Jesus yeah. to what you want to do, which yeah. means that he's not Lord of your life. You're Lord of your life. Yeah. It's like Jesus, Jesus is, is coming the along for the, for the, yeah, he's the theme. There's a distinction there that, again, I want to be careful here because. Yeah. I want to fan the flame, even if it's a if, if Kanye if it's a, has a smoldering wick of faith. Right. The Bible says that the bruised reed he will, will not break. break. Yeah. The smoldering wick yeah, we he don't will not break. put out. No, we're not. So I want to be careful. Right. For sure. I want to be careful that we are not downing the grace that is there. Amen. This may be a part of the discipleship project mm -hmm. that Kanye has is to to really again the light that is in him has to be greater than the light that is on him. In fact, the light that is in him from the Lord Jesus, the light of Christ, right, right. that would be right. the God. That would be the guy. And Amen. what the world is observing or saying would be secondary. Right. And bringing my thing, my vision, my mission underneath what God has already been doing is essential. Yes. You know Amen. what I'm saying? Amen. So I do think that in, in closing... I think one of the ways that I'm constantly convicted is if the Lord would ask me, do you pray for these people as much as you talk about them? Absolutely. Message. Yes, that's very convicting. Um, and, uh, and often for me, the answer is I do not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's be different right now yeah. and encourage our tribe to pray. Could you lead us in that, my brother? I have to say that this episode has been brought to you by Native.Supply. Check out all of the fashion that they have there, uniforms for the kingdom, citizen, HGA, to Amen. the grave. We are proudly sponsored by our good friends, CSB. Uh, if you don't know about CSB, it is a contemporary version of the scripture that is so incredibly readable. In fact, it is the version that we use at our church. It's yes. kind of the official version that we recommend to mm -hmm. folks. Much love to the other versions as well, but we are very much grateful for our partnership with CSB. Check them out. God bless you. And we also want to give a shout out to Samaritan Ministries, a Christian Christian approach to healthcare that has served a lot of people in our community and we want to recommend them to you as well. You can go to their website, SamaritanMinistries.org slash Southside Rabbi for more information there. Yes. Let me go ahead and pray for us. Father, we come before you in the name of your son, Jesus. We just thank you, Lord, for your abundant mercy, O oh Lord. We know that there is far more mercy, far more mercy available to sinners than there is sin in those sinners. There is far more grace available to sinners than there is rebellion mm -hmm. in those sinners. Jesus, you have done more for us on the cross in your death and then resurrection and now ascension. You've done more there than we can ever do to discourage you from saving us, mm -hmm. rescuing us. Mm -hmm. We pray for Kanye. We pray for his family that you would be near to him, that you would bring peace, resolution. Lord, I pray you will calm his mind, oh Lord. Yes. Calm his mind, calm his heart. Lord, secure uh, what it seems like the good word has been planted in his heart. I pray you will protect that deposit, that it would grow, that he would mature, uh, Lord, and that he would be able to tell of your goodness through his incredible genius that you have clearly bestowed him with. Yes. Lord, yes, I ask Lord. you to bless him in the name of your son, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
This has been Southside Rabbi. We love y'all. We love y'all. See you next time. Peace. One of the things that Kanye said that I believe was in the first episode is that he was in that accident by the will of God. Right. For the purposes, for God making clear to him that I can take everything from That's you exactly and drop what he said. the hat. Yes. And he hadn't even got anything yet. Right. Yes. But he knew. He knew. This was a show of God's power. Right. Right. In my life. Right. Which, like Israel, like the disciples, like you and me. He forgot. Yeah. Right. The sin of forgetfulness. That's exactly what happened. I watched uh, my man, Tyler, the creator, I've in, and respect him as a creative. Right. And, you know, responding to somebody questioning something about him with, look at me. My, 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 my house is silly. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a lake house right now. All my brands are killing it. My music is, literally, these are all the things that I bring to the table to justify me. Mm. I use these things as fig leaves to cover up my nakedness. Mm.